Good morning, listeners, and welcome back. It is currently Tuesday, April 21st, and you are listening to today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by Up5 Media. This is your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am once again joined by Mr. Simran Sandu. And Simi, I've been hearing a lot about crude oil prices recently. I mean, it feels like everybody is talking about it right now. So why don't we go ahead and start with that? What do you got for us? Well, Darian, today crude oil made history, but not necessarily in a good way. The price of crude oil at the end of today's trading day was negative $37 a barrel. So in a quite unusual turn of events, that would mean that sellers must pay buyers to take barrels of oil off their hands. Now, you may be asking yourself, how exactly does that happen? Luckily, I do have an answer for you. According to the Intercontinental Exchange, demand for oil has significantly decreased due to COVID-19, but at the same time, OPEC and Russia have continued to produce oil. As a result, they've maxed their storage capacity, which does bring us back to our original point as the oil producers would now have to pay someone to take the oil from them. Fortunately for them, crude oil prices have stabilized a bit and found their way back to positive territory. And what this has done, listeners, is really light a fire under Saudi Arabia and Russia as the two countries are now considering cutting oil output ASAP rather than waiting until next month, which is what they had previously agreed to in their deal earlier last week. And unsurprisingly, with all the turmoil going on, markets did respond accordingly. The Dow Jones, NASDAQ, and S&P 500 all fell between 1% to 2.5% with energy, real estate, and utilities leading the way. We also saw IBM reported a decline in first quarter sales, which really comes with no surprise as a significant majority of companies have had little to no good news to share over the past couple of weeks. Additionally, the company announced they will be withdrawing full-year earnings guidance, which included generating at least $13.35 in adjusted earnings per share. And as a result, IBM shares fell 1.3% in after-hours trading. And another industry which is no stranger to losing money is airlines. United Airlines has warned investors that they have clocked in a $2.1 billion loss for the last quarter. This news comes after the carrier recently applied to borrow roughly $4.5 billion under the Treasury Stimulus Program. And as companies continue to lose money, they are being forced to either lay off or furlough mass amounts of employees, far more than the government could have ever anticipated. And this is putting quite a strain on states across the country, as nearly half of U.S. states have logged double-digit percentage declines in their trust fund balances since the end of February. And now states such as New York are asking the federal government for a $4 billion no-interest loan to help cover unemployment payments as it continues to burn through funds set aside for jobless claims. And one company that hasn't had issues with unemployment is Amazon. They've been on a hiring spree, but perhaps that's about to catch up to them now. Workers are planning a nationwide protest this week, so stay tuned to hear how that one ends up turning out. And if we transition over to the M&A world real quick, listeners, we'll see that NBC Universal's Fandango is planning to buy Walmart's Voodoo streaming service, which is particularly interesting considering NBC Universal just started to roll out its streaming service known as Peacock earlier last week. And in a similar note, Dairy Farmers of America is near a settlement with U.S. antitrust officials that would allow them to purchase dozens of plants from bankrupt milk processor Dean Foods, according to the Wall Street Journal. Well, since you brought up some legal matters there, Simi, you reminded me of something. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't the Supreme Court just wrap up a big case yesterday? You're right. They definitely did. The Supreme Court recently ruled that defendants can't be convicted of serious crimes unless you get a unanimous jury ruling. Ultimately, this will overturn laws for Louisiana and Oregon, but it will also call thousands of verdicts into question as well. 
And as we wrap things up here, listeners, I want to make a smooth transition over to the sports world, my personal favorite. And I'm going to ask you to take a second and send some gratitude to ESPN for gifting us with that Michael Jordan documentary, especially in a time of such turmoil for us sports fans. Last night, more than 6 million viewers tuned in to watch The Last Dance, which includes 10 episodes in total that will be released in pairs of two every Sunday for the next month. And listeners, if MJ can't get us through this crisis, then I don't know what will. And if you haven't gotten a chance to watch the first two episodes of that documentary, we highly recommend that you do so. It'll be a perfect way to spend your Tuesday evening. And if you find yourself with a little time in between, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But that does conclude today's episode, and we really look forward to catching you bright and early Wednesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 